Hiya everyone, I'm back. It's your girl Michelle Carey and welcome back to you. I want to thank everyone for listening to my podcast and hanging there, hanging in there with me while I was on my long, long, long hiatus, but it's good to be back. Today's podcast is going to be a catch up. What's been going on with me since my birthday in January of 2021 and uh, yeah, how I've been living my life. So before we get to it, let's get to our sponsor. Do you want to know what happened at Maryland State University? It's a gripping story that will take your breath away. If you're looking for something to read, look no further than what happened at Maryland State University, released in paperback and hardback and in ebook on October 11, 2022. It is an intensely raw and gripping novel by Michelle Carey. When four unlikely college students fight the dark source for the first time on Halloween night, they realize that their families have been battling it for generations. What happened at Maryland State University is an epic tale of magic, gamesmanship, and bravery. This is the perfect book for anyone looking to enter the new world of young adult fiction. Fighting evil has never been so fun. With so much at stake, there is no time to lose. Buy what happened at Maryland State University today at these retailers, Amazon, Apple Books, Barnes & Noble, Google Play Books, and Kobo. And coming this fall from the Michelle Carey website at michellescarey.com. This ad has been sponsored by Sunrise Multimedia. Last year, I did a major update to my bedroom, and I think I documented that via my podcast. I think that's where I left off with my podcast. It was like my birthday. I think that was the last one. Well, I finished my room, and it came out great. I love it. So after I finished my room, I decided to dedicate, or should I say rededicate, my life to losing weight. That's a never-ending battle. It's not yo-yo dieting because I've always eaten healthy. I've always been a healthy eater. Uh, I would say for the last 12 years or so, I slack on my exercise regime. And I think that's the thing, always keeping up with exercise. So I got back into walking and biking that's that's my thing. I like to walk and I like to ride my, I have an indoor bike. It's not a Peloton. It is a C7 by Bowflex, I believe that's what it is. But anyway, I lost about 30 pounds, so I did really well. By July of 2021, I tried Kenda Vela. So for those who know, I am an author. For those who don't know, guess what? I am an author. I've written about 11 books, mostly romance, but I wanted to do something different. So I started writing a young adult fiction novella. That was an interesting process. It started in 2020. I had this one singular idea that came to me. It was about time and how time froze on this college campus. And it kind of spun out of there. When I say this book has had so many titles, this book has had at least, I think, three titles. It's changed titles so many times. Right around this time in July, Amazon started their Kindle Vela program. This was a perfect book to put into the Kindle Vela 
format. Now, if you don't know anything about Kindle Vela, it's episodic fiction. I think what they were trying to do was take on Wyatt Pad and other episodic fiction platforms. I don't really think they did really well. It just, it looked like Amazon had just put something together and that they had not really, what can I say? They didn't really put any weight behind it. Going back to my situation, I was writing my books. I reworked it with some of the chapters and I made them into episodes. And it worked out really well until it didn't. This was right around the time Kendavella was on the basement level of stuff. They had been promoting it to their KDP authors, their self-published authors, and I'm pretty sure some of their, because Amazon has its own imprint, probably to some of their authors as well. And I would say this, it worked out well until it didn't. You know what I mean? This was right around the time that... I just didn't think that, I just didn't think Amazon was doing right by the platform. I really thought that my book was going to be elevated, but that didn't really happen. I did make some money off of that, but you can never really get the, the readership. I would say it was probably one of the worst experiences I have endured using Amazon's platform when it comes to self-publishing. It was not, it was not good. And at the time, I think Amazon, Kindabella, they were trying to find its sea legs and I just felt like I was a guinea pig and it just was not working. It wasn't working at all. And I, you know, me being an experienced author, I didn't really feel like I had the time for my story to find readers on a platform that many didn't understand. So I gave it a good go until I decided in October of 2021 to pull my story from the platform and make it into a novella. So I made it into a novella. And that's what I did. Now my novella has been released in paperback and hardcover on Amazon, but I'm also going wide. I'm not putting my book in the Kindle Select. I decided that I really didn't get a lot of uh, views or views. I didn't get a lot of readership from their Kindle Select program. So my books had stayed in Kindle select and wasn't getting any readership so I felt like I was losing money basically I was losing money because there could have been people who were on Barnes and Noble or Google or Kobo or somewhere else that maybe wanted to buy my book and couldn't so hmm and that's what I did. Now my novella has been released. It will be released in ebook in October. During this time, I changed the title too. On Kindle Vela, the title of the book was Chronograph. But I changed it to What Happened at Maryland State University. And I decided to make Chronograph the sequel. 
And I'm really proud of this book because it is different from the other books I've written. And being a romance writer, I wanted to take on the challenge of writing out my primary genre. I didn't really want to write in romance this time around. So this book is a young adult fiction. It has elements of science fiction, fantasy, and some time manipulation. And I'm I'm just I'm really thrilled about how it turned out. So if you want to see what's on the horizon in the coming months, please sign up for my newly minted newsletter in the know. Uh, you can sign up on my website at Michelle scary.com I am not into sending multiple emails I'm not into that I don't like that because I don't like it when people send me stuff that gets on my nerves so I'm pretty sure it can get on yours so I'm probably will send out the newsletter or some kind of email probably like once a month or so something like that Then in between me writing and doing family stuff in August of 2021, now you're going to love this one. I decided to try Bumble. I don't know why I decided to try Bumble. It was my youngest daughter's idea. Oh my God, that was trash. Can I just tell you how trashy that was? The online dating thing is not my cup of tea. And so I signed up August 5th of 2021 And when I say I was really trying to give it a good go, I was really trying to give it a good go. I actually paid for a membership and my membership was set to expire for one month. I had it one month, so September 5th. Now, some may say that that's not enough time to dedicate to online dating, but it was more than enough time for me to understand that this is not my thing and I needed to just go ahead and get on. For me, like I said, it was more than enough time given my experience. When I say I was disappointed in the dating pool, I was disappointed in the dating pool. The men on Bumble, wow, they were just, they just wanted hookups. And I'm not saying that that's indicative to everybody's situation. I'm just saying it was to mine. The men, they just wanted hookups. And I was looking for more than just a hookup. I'm not saying that I needed a full-fledged relationship, but just a companion, right? Just a companion. I don't really think I should be trying to find that on an online dating app not a hookup and not during a pandemic because we were on the tail end because remember this was 2021 we weren't quite out of the woods yet as we are now but no one was looking for anything serious at the time I mean I don't know maybe it's because I'm a black woman and the majority of the black men I wasn't interested in so I opened up to dating outside of my race and even they were suspect (laughs) In all, I felt like the white guys were looking for a hookup with a black woman and not taking anything serious, and the black guys weren't even my type, so there's that. 
And the guys I did manage to speak to, there was no connection, like none whatsoever. Not a drop, not an inkling, nothing. There was no connection. I think it was two weeks in that I had already canceled it in the online store, never to return. So I was over it. Then, um, first part of September, I dropped my youngest daughter off to college for her sophomore year. Then in October of 2021, a bird got into my house that was scaring the shit out of me. And the man I used to come to get the bird out of my house swindled me out of $400. So fuck him. I prepaid him for the service. He came out on a Sunday. Okay, that was nice of him. But then he was supposed to come back that Friday to plug the hole where the bird got in and uh, convince me I needed to fumigate my house because wild birds are dirty, blah, 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 blah. And when he was to come back, he said that he had caught COVID. Mm -hmm. And then after seven days, he ghosted my calls. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't find this individual on any willy-nilly spot. I found this individual on Angie's list. So it wasn't like he hadn't been vetted. But it didn't matter because I left a not-so-good review. Uh, Not sure if he'll get business again, Mr. Swindler. (laughs) Then a week later, like exactly a week later, someone stole the rims off my car. (laughs) Oh, what a time. What a time thinking about this and just reminiscing. I went outside to walk my dog and my shit was sitting on bricks. Yes, I had wheel locks. I had wheel locks, but I had to deal with that. And that disrupted my sleeping cycle because every day for days, weeks, months, I got up at 3 a.m. to check my car to see if my tires and rims were still on my car. I got better wheel locks. Still to this day, I still look outside and the first thing in the morning, what do I do? I get up and look outside to make sure that my rims and tires are on my car. It just makes me anxious and it's so sad, right? I had to just give it over to God and just kind of say, well, maybe they needed the rims and the tires more. I don't know what else that I can necessarily say about that. It's disappointing to say the least. Then this January 2022, I went to Las Vegas for team trials with my daughter. It's for bowling. We are going back this 2023. I'm really excited. Had a blast in Las Vegas. It's for a week. Then February 2022, I went to Indy. I went to Indianapolis for the Men's U.S. Open for bowling. That was a once in a lifetime experience. I was able to be backstage with the bowlers, with the professional bowlers, and I completely enjoyed myself. Now, life was just kicking along, right? You know, because this is how life is. But then also in February, I had been going to Pilates class. Because remember I said I had lost weight, so I was really feeling good about myself. So last July, I had July 2021. I signed up for Club Pilates and I had been going to Pilates, but during a class, I suffered some vertigo symptoms. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was dizzy as hell. Oh my God. Every time I lay down on my right side, needless to say, I was totally scared. I was scared to lay down on my right side. I was scared that I was dying. I mean, I was just outright, just did not understand what was going on. I don't have the symptoms anymore, 
Uh, I got to thank you two for helping me out because it helped me to understand what vertigo is about and how to fix it. So, yeah, I still get scared, though, to lay down on my right side. So there's that, right? And then there was the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard trial. When I say I was glued to that trial every day for those six, seven weeks, I was glued to it. It was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do when this is over? Because this is the greatest TV show there ever was. (laughs) And I was very happy that Johnny Depp won because Amber Heard is really not a nice woman. I'm not going to go into anything deep about that because that is still division across the, the interwebs. But that's the best I can say. And I'm going to take the higher road. I'm so sorry that Johnny Depp had to experience those many years of hell with that woman. Thank God he was able to get his vindication and move on. And the battle just rages on on the internet, especially Twitter. But I do wonder what the lesson that the universe was trying to tell him. Like, what was the lesson that he was supposed to learn with her because she is mm, she's bad business then I also I started remaking my YouTube videos I shouldn't say remaking but I started restarted making YouTube videos again in June I have a YouTube channel I have a couple of YouTube channels and I'm really happy it's Shell Carey C-H-E-L-L-E C-A-R-E-Y if you want to subscribe to my channel. But I'm also putting together a secondary channel that's about writing. So I will be teaching writing, discussing writing, what it's like to be an author, what it's like to be a black author. The whole nine about that. But anyway, I digress. Me going back to making YouTube videos is just really about me getting comfortable with myself, getting comfortable with video, and just trying to break out of my comfort zone. So that's been going really well. I feel like I do need to find my my niche with that because I really don't have one. Right now, I'm just doing social commentary on that particular channel, on the Shell Carey channel. My Michelle Carey channel, oh, it's so confusing does have a niche but the one that has the more subscribers does not have a niche so we'll see how this goes i mean i'd like to talk about writing because i have a lot of knowledge about that but talking about writing can be to me sometimes a mundane topic and i haven't seen many channels who do exceptionally well Uh, maybe kate cavanaugh writes is probably one of the more known channels but even she doesn't post that often that much anymore than what I can tell I don't go to my subscriptions list a lot so there's that so let me not say that I probably just have to do a little bit more research but in the end I'm gonna have to find for my shell carry channel I'm gonna have to find some type of niche for that because right now on my shorts I'm posting my daughter bowling and that's getting a lot of hits my social commentary, uh, not so much. Really talking about pop culture stuff. I don't know. We'll see. And so, yep, that brings us to today. Today, 
where I decided to get back on the horse with my podcast because I miss it. And I've been away for a long time and I don't want to be away this long anymore. So my goal is to bring you some weekly roundups of events that happen in my life or in the world in general. Kind of like the social commentary stuff with just a different flavor and spin, right? Because I try to keep my videos down to about 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And so, yeah, that's just kind of like where I am. Wow. I'm back and I'm so happy to be back. So thank you again for listening and being a part of this journey as I go in and out. This is living life. Yes, because we are living life and we are grateful that we are living our lives because we can live our lives. There's so many people that cannot live their lives because of varying circumstances, but we're here. We're here today and always. And until next time, Please be well, stay safe, and give love. Peace. This podcast has been brought to you by Sunrise Multimedia. Music by CreatorMix.com and editing mix by Descript.